people have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Yeah, very exciting episode two of explaining the black cloud that has been following me around for about 46 years, almost 46, June. I mean, that's what I'll have for my birthday this year, birthday cake, uh, cake with just a black cloud on it. <laughs> you know, it's like I never really noticed it until my friends started pointing it out. Like you, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's always something. I just thought it was uh, natural. It was normal. Everybody would go through these uh, certain things in their life. doesn't matter what it is. Uh, I think even at some point in my life, uh, what was I talking about last week? Oh, the guy, the painter guy. Yeah. For uh, Beach Charity City, beachcharitycity.com. Uh, like, I, I always thought that was natural, that people would, it just wouldn't be easy, cut and dry. Everybody would have some type of issue, even with the smallest of things. But you, my wife, my closest friends, and even my audience over the 26 years of doing radio have told me I have this black cloud. That's not a compliment. No. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know if it necessarily means it's your fault, but yeah, it definitely does happen to you more than most. Well, people would say it's my fault. My wife used to say it's my fault. My wife used to say uh, that I bring it upon myself. Maybe some things. Like? Um, Do you really think I wake up in the morning and I go looking for a black cloud story? You always want to teach people something, even if they're not asking for it. So maybe that's some of it. I think that's my civic duty. (laughs) <laughs> I think that's why God put me on this earth uh, to do it. So uh, this episode, the black cloud that follows me around uh, with certain people, uh, I, I don't know what it is and why it is, but certain people for not so much stranger strangers, but stranger strange enough, like not somebody that I would have stay the night or I'd go pick up from jail at three o'clock in the morning, you know, an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. They feel the need to tell me all of life's problems, and if I don't agree with them, <clears throat> then I'm part of the problem. Uh, but but I didn't ask for it, you know. I mean, that's the whole point of a black cloud. You don't ask for it; it just kind of comes to you. And in this case, it was uh, one of my neighbors, and this guy, you know, and he's he's cool. Like there's something about him; he's just cool. Like everything, his hair is cool. He's probably in his 50s, early 50s, maybe. Uh, works from home. Cool job, I guess. Something in you know IT. Very handy. Plays tennis. Good tennis player. Uh, but he's got cool hair. And he's in shape. And he walks around. So I've liked this guy ever since I've known him. For years, I've liked this guy. But, you know, in the past four years, let's just say in the past four years, the world's gotten crazy, right? Everybody's become very div- divisive. Maybe, you know, it's, it goes longer than four years. I don't want to just blame it on, on the administration, on Trump. But you know, people over time have become more divisive. Yes. Um, and nothing can help. I don't think there's anything that's going to save the day. Superman can't save the day. There's nothing you can say or do that help that. So anyway, people have become more crazy. And in this scenario, this black cloud scenario, I went out for a jog and I run into him and I just started. So like I got, you know, I got all amped up because I don't jog much. Cardio is not my thing. So I got all amped up to go jogging. I was very excited. And I got maybe 30 yards from my house, 30 yards. And I see him, you know, he's coming around the corner and, you know, I was like, well, I haven't really started. I'll stop for just a second. Um, you know, 
and push the thing on my watch so it doesn't calculate me being lazy. I just have some nice pleasantries. It won't be a big deal. Dude, this conversation went on for about an hour. And not only did it start about 30 yards from my house, it morphed somehow back to my driveway. I don't even know how that happened. And it was about how the world is going to hell in a handbasket and all these conspiracy theories. I mean, and like, you know, the conspiracy theories that are out there. It's uh, whether it's that um, it's the it's the Quran or whatever the hell those people are, or the Antifa people or all this stuff that's on the Internet. Like you got to understand for those that don't know me that are listening to this podcast, I'm a middle of the road political guy. Right. I've got conservative views. I've got liberal views. I just don't if it doesn't bother me, if it's not going to change my life, if there's nothing I can do about it. I don't care. I really don't. Don't sweat what you can't control. So all this shit that's on the Internet that people are buying into all these conspiracy theories. I don't want to hear them. And I don't want you to tell me I should hear them, right? I should know. I should, I should buy into them. It's fucking annoying. It really is. It's like, shut up. But I guess people do this like this guy because nobody would listen to him. Right? Yeah. Cause he's the nut job of the neighborhood. Probably. I don't think he's the nut job of the neighborhood. I think it, I was at the, the, the wrong place at the wrong time or the right place at the wrong time or the wrong place at the right time. Depends on how you want to slice it up. Right? <laughs> it was just, I was that guy. You know, it makes you wonder, does he talk about it? So anyway, as far as details <clears throat> on what some of the stuff he was talking about and how it started, uh, I think it started, if memory serves, this just happened not that long ago. So I start off the jog. I stop. How you doing? Good. I got a new door, talked about my new door. He was talking about doing his sunroom. That's cool. It was very handy. And somehow it like it went blank and then jumped into COVID. I don't know. It was like everything goes to COVID nowadays, right? Yeah. And then it went to the vaccine. And that's what started this whole thing. Oh. Yeah. He's an anti-vaxxer. Oh. But I don't think he's an anti-vaxxer. I think he's an anti-COVID vaxxer. There's a difference. Yeah. The anti-vaxxers don't want any of it. They're like some Seventh-day Adventist people or some, mm-hmm. for religious reasons. Like, my kid's sick. They've got a vaccination for it, ma'am. No, God's going to take care of them. And Jenny McCarthy is God. No, ma'am, really, God's not going to take care of them on this one. We'll get back to the God thing in a second. Just please let me give the, your kid the shot so he can live. If not, he's going to die in five seconds. No, God said no. Your kid's dead. Oh, Maybe I should have taken that vaccine. <laughs> He's not like that, I don't think. But because of all the conspiracy theories with with the the political conspiracy theories with the COVID stuff, so um, so yeah, he's telling me how bad it is. Don't take it. Uh, he's not going to take it. And I was like, okay, that's well, fine. I don't care if you take it or not. And uh, and then he goes, that's one of those. Well, you know how it started. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh my geez. God. Like sitting on a boat in a lake, and you got a bucket of fried chicken and some ice cold beers, and you got that red and white bobber in the middle of the lake, and it's nice and quiet, and you get that tug. <laughs> That's exactly. I was the bobber, and he was eating the chicken. You know, I'm like, okay. And uh, so uh, it started in a lab um, in uh, Wunan, right? Wuhan, 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 Wuhan. What's up? So it started there, which it might have, might have. I wouldn't argue that one. Uh, but it was purposely released to bring down the economy, definitely to change the uh, election. That was the big thing. Yeah. Um, and 
then it went from that to uh, he doesn't believe anything, nothing at all. And I'm listening because I'm an inquisitive guy. You know, uh, I like to understand why people tick the way they do. So, and I knew he'd been like this, but this one like was the far fetched. But again, I'm going, why does this happen to me? Why do people stop me and tell me about how they feel? I don't care how you feel. Unless you're part of my inner circle, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I really don't. And so, uh, so he's, uh, so he's talking about how it was purposely made. I was purposely released. And then how he doesn't believe anything. The news, the mat, the news media, the mat. What is it? What's the tag? The mass media, mainstream media, mainstream media, MSM, mainstream media, mainstream media is bullshit. Not that I would argue that even, you know, media, you know, news has turned into something different. I've been in the media, I guess you can say entertainment business for almost three decades. Uh, it's just how they get ratings. It just went a different way, but I hate the, the, the cliche term. Yeah. Like there's not a single good you know, reporter out there there. It's right. they're, they're all, it's a blanket term. They're it, all bad. Exactly. And then he, th- then he takes a shot at me and he's like, well, because you're on the radio, you're kind of part of the media. Like, yeah. You know, me hard hitting journalistic <laughs> facts <laughs> uh, for years. I've just been that guy. So I'm listening. And again, the back of my hand, why is this happening to me? Uh, so then he tells me after he doesn't believe anything, I asked him, I said, so how do you get all this information? You seem like you know a lot, but you don't believe anything. Yeah. That's what the people always tell you. Do your own research. Like, where, what are you researching? Where, where are you getting this? From? He, you're right. That's what he kept saying. Yeah, that's one of those canned lines they've been fed. Yeah, he says that. All t- he was saying that. He's like, you got to do your... And I agree with that. You know, th- That's been the thing. Like, this is why it's so conflicting for me. Because <clears throat> when I started my radio career, I took pride. You know, a good radio personality... They're able to read between the lines in the story, never take anything for what it is. And it was like a gimmick, right? But it was a skilled gimmick uh, where you were able to enlighten people and listeners when you could do that, if you had the talent to do that. And I've always had the talent to do that, you know, um, but now everybody thinks that way. They might not be the best at it, but they think that way. So it's like that gimmick is bust. You've got to come up with a new gimmick, and the only new gimmick would be to believe everything. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of the shock and all to get through. He was like, "Well, I believe everything the news says." Oh my god, that guy's crazy on the radio, or that guy's crazy on the podcast, or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so I said, so I asked him. I said, "Where do you get your information? You're so factual. You know so much. How do you get your information?" YouTube. Oh god. And he, he's telling me about going to these YouTube channels about these guys, and I said, "So let me understand something." Uh, and all this stuff could be true. I'm not arguing any of this stuff because I don't care. Uh, I really don't. That, that's not my point is to take a stance. It's definitely not a political stance. I just like them all. If you want an answer, uh, I think they're all shady. So uh, I, I'm not trying to get into that argument because I don't care enough. I'd rather talk wrestling or football or tennis or dip cans. And, uh, and, and he goes, YouTube channels. I said, so you, you get all your, you don't, you don't believe the, the journalists, even the good ones, but you believe some guy that started a YouTube channel. Yes. Okay. I was like, so, so that went into, um, the nine 11 conspiracy. I mean, this is like jumping around. It's good. It got then by this time we're in like the front of my driveway and how there were the third building. There was a third building that went down. And then, so I bring it up because obviously a lot of his conspiracies, <clears throat> if you, you know, go by based off of the rules of some of these conspiracies, they lean right. 
And uh, I said, well, you know, if you're go- you're buying into the nine eleven conspiracies, we had a, a, a you know Bush was in office, yeah. you know Giuliani was the savior in New York. He was a hero. Both of them, in my opinion, I thought both of them. Uh, we're heroes. I think that speech that Bush made after 9-11 is one of the best speeches any president's ever made in the history of our presidents. He might have said some dumb, dumb things, but that speech got me fired up. Oh, yeah. That made me proud to be an American. That was one of the best speech. I don't think the guy got enough credit for that speech, to be honest with you. And then Giuliani, as crazy as he may seem now, at that time, that dude was Superman. He saved the day. People forget that. Giuliani saved the day. You know, now he's fallen far from grace, laying on a bed for the chick in the Borat movie. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Uh, so he's talking. I said, well, Bush, you know, it, was a bit, it would have been you know, Republicans. You know, so, you know, I was like, so I was trying to kind of catch him. And he goes, yes, but maybe not. So then it started to go left. And I'm like, so I go, and, and then he stops me and he says, mm, I don't have a political preference. I was like, well, it sounds like you do because everything is going this way. He goes, well, everybody has to pick a side. No, they don't. And, you know, a lot of people, when they say what I'm saying right now, they're kind of masking a side they're on. I really legitimately do not care. I don't, 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 don't care. Unless it bothers me personally in my house, in my paycheck, in my refrigerator, in my family, I don't care what you do. Just don't get into my bubble, right? Yeah. Uh, This is a me world now. So much for teamwork. It's me, 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 me. And uh, and and I said to him, I go look. And I said, and I and I started out, and I said, look, this is this is this is from love. This is from a loving place in my heart. I like you. And it's weird, you know. I don't know if anybody else has this problem, but even at uh, forty-five years of age, sometimes when I'm talking to adults, like this guy in particular, I feel like I'm talking to an adult, and I'm a kid. But I'm not. I'm a grown ass man. What? Like they know more than you? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. Like I'm being talked down to. I'm not a dumb fella. I, I know what's going on. Uh, but I sometimes when I'm talked to like this by people, and again, this is not. This is just one scenario. This is just an episode. You know, I'm just giving you this one story because it just happened. Like I feel like I'm talking to an adult. Like an adult is telling me what's right. Right. And I have to catch myself. <laughs> And say, dude, you're 45 years old. You got gray pubes on your balls. <laughs> you can have a conversation and not sound stupid. You've lived long enough. You've earned that right. So I say to him, I go, look, I love you, man. I really do. And this was me being serious. I was like, you're going to have a heart attack. I was like, you're going to go crazy. And he goes, ah, no, I sleep fine at night. You don't worry. So I guess I got under his skin. I was not trying to. I said, hand of God, I was not trying to get under his skin. I wasn't trying to play games. And I love playing games, but I wasn't trying to play games. And uh, I, he goes, what are you talking about? I want to have a heart attack. I go, everything in life is a payoff. You eat because you're hungry. You drink because you're thirsty. You breathe because you, well, you got to live. I was like, everything's got a payoff in life. Everything. Everything needs a payoff. Everything has a payoff. Uh, you've got no control over that. There is not one thing that a person does without a reason to do it. There is always a reason. It doesn't have to be negative. It doesn't always have to be positive. But there is always a reason for you to do something. I said, for you to stress over all this stuff that you've got zero control over, and I got to be honest with you, I think you probably annoy most people you talk to about it. Because I know you're annoying me right now. Yeah. Um. You're going to get to a point where you're going to be on an island 
and nobody's going to want to listen to you or even be around you. You know that guy that nobody wants to be around because they keep talking crazy? Yeah. That's this guy. Mm -hmm. And that's why he's talking to you. That's what I'm saying. He's the crazy guy in your neighborhood. He's talking to you, walking to your house because nobody else in his life wants to hear it. But there's a lot of crazy people. And I think when you become an adult, you feel like you have to pick a side or join in. You know, Mm -hmm. you can't, you can't look at things like this and the conspiracies and all this. You can't, we definitely can't take it for face value because there's no conversation. Like you can't agree with somebody, right? Right. Like somebody comes on the news and says, Hey, the vaccine works. Uh, Less people are getting sick. I don't think in this day and age you can go, Oh, that's great. We got a vaccine. Like I'm, and I don't remember this, but in, you know, like in 95, when we got, believe it or not, 1995, the measles vaccine popped up, right? We, We were able to get a vaccine finally in 1995, which was not that long ago, depending on how old you are for a vaccine. And I don't know if people freaked out like this, like, Oh, measles. My great, great grandpa died of measles. And now you get a vaccine. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. I don't know what was going on in 95. Oh, yeah, you did it to get rid of grunge music. The boy bands invented the measles vaccine so they could be popular on Total Request Live. That's the conspiracy. I mean, that's how crazy some of this stuff yeah. sounds. You mean chicken pox? Uh, chicken pox. Yeah, because I think the measles came out like in the 60s. Thank you. You're correct. But I, I didn't know that there was a chicken pox vaccine. Yes. that You're right. I got it mixed up. It was the chicken pox because I had this conversation uh, over a friend's house the other night for some reason. You know, because my wife with the kids and deals with the chicken pox and the kids, they all got to get vaccinated. They're forced to get vaccinated. Chicken pox. You're right. Chicken pox, not measles. I stand corrected. Uh, so anyway, I don't I used to love conspiracy theories. I used to love having conversations about conspiracy theories. I even like to have spirited debates about conspiracy theories, but, and it's really after this one black cloud moment, not that long ago with my walking neighbor, I don't know if I can bring myself. It's too tiring to believe in the conspiracy theories. So I think from now on JFK got shot like he got shot. Lincoln got shot the way he got shot. Challenger exploded it the way it did. 9-11 happened just like they said it. Bigfoot, not real. UFOs, not real. Uh, and the virus came from a bat. It just makes things a lot easier. <laughs> just all, all literal. <laughs> Everything is literal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you write it, you say it from now on. Jason Bailey will believe it. Well, they used to be fun. Used to be aliens and, you know. That was the best one. You know, spies and government stuff. And now it's all, they're just angry. They're angry conspiracies. Yeah. Well, he left, said three different times, finish it up with this. uh, He's, trust me, trust me. I'm going to, I'm going to sleep fine at night. Don't worry about me. And I told him, I was like, I didn't say it to get under your skin. Oh, you're not under my skin. (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) just telling you you're gonna have a heart attack which is a weird thing to say because it sounds like he doesn't sleep well at night because he's concerned over these things that aren't really affecting him well i just wonder you know he's married and does he talk to his wife about this stuff like there's some people that just have to you know uh to talk about this stuff i mean whatever it is you know i mean it could be it it could be everything from uh, there's a guy I play tennis with that's like way over to the left-hand side. And um, who was he telling me one time on the tennis court? 
something about uh, politically correct names and statues and how they all have to come down. And he was rattling off some people that I don't have a problem with. And, and I, I had to say to him, cause we're like in the middle of a match and he's telling me this stuff. And I said, dude, I don't care. Yeah. I just stop. He's like, no, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to look up. He didn't send me to YouTube, but he's like, you got to look up this one guy. He does a blog. He's an older guy. He does a blog. And you, and you got it. And you got oh, my microphone. He's like, you gotta look up this one guy. He'll prove my point. I'm like, I don't care enough. The conspiracies just suck. So anyway, my black cloud moment was my neighbor and sharing his conspiracy theories, but he's just an example of uh, how often that does happen. And I, I don't know, Nate, does, do people do this with you? Not usually, but if anything, I see when I see it online, it's always people that don't know each other really well. Like you're usually not bringing him up to your best friend. It's it's just a stranger for some reason. Yeah. Do you think it happens to me more often than I'd like because of the black cloud? Yes. Yeah. And you're more friendly with just seeing people like on the like I probably would just waved at this guy. You 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 wouldn't talk to him. So that's kind of where it got into that. But that's crazy because most people say that I'm not approachable. That uh, I will scare them. I'm the bull in the china shop. You know, if you don't know me, right? Mm-hmm. But he does know me. Yeah. And, and I do talk to him all the time. Yeah, so maybe that's why. So maybe, but it's gradually gotten worse. He's like a drug dealer. Or not a drug dealer, but a drug addict. Yeah, well, now he knows that you'll uh, you'll take in his info. Yeah. Well, now I, 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 I almost like want to invite it. Like, now I want to see what other crazy. He told me one time about some um, orange cow in the Middle East that's it's the end of the world off a YouTube channel guy. Mm-hmm. And because they found this pure orange horse, I mean, cow, heifer. Heifer, heifer, heifer. Yeah, um, somewhere in the Middle East, something in the Bible, something about uh, Jerusalem, and something about Jews, and something about where they they, they they preach and all that stuff. Anyway, it's like the end of the world because finally, after all these years, like hundred plus years, they found this this red heifer, and it was called out somewhere. So it's the end of days. I said, "Where'd you get this information?" YouTube. Oh yeah. It's like, but can you trust? How are you trusting YouTube? One dude on YouTube. Over the news, not saying the news is any better, but I'm just saying, how can you make that argument? Yeah, with no facts. None, zero, zippo, just some dude. So I'm to start a YouTube channel. I'm going to start spewing some stuff, man. Well, that's what I was going to say. You need to go back to this guy and just come up with some crazy conspiracy theory, like crazier than his, yeah. and just start uh, spouting it off to him. Yeah, maybe that's what I'll do. I'm just going to sit this, we- this weekend. I'm just going to sit around and just write some crazy-ass conspiracy mm. theories. Start a YouTube channel. And like, do it like I'll be in the dark, like a spotlight. Yeah. You know, I change my voice. You know, like, people, beware. If you take the year 2021, you add it up, it's five. You minus four, it's one. One person will be left on this earth at the end of this year. Trust me, mark my words, a comet is coming. <laughs> yeah. you say it like that people like, oh my god yeah. comet's coming this production looks great uh, yeah let's believe them <laughs> the facts if you do the math i never thought about that but yeah four minus five is one it checks out it checks out it totally checks out uh if you got any black cloud stories uh i think what we should do is we should set up a voicemail mm-hmm. i'd be cool to get audio from people we could do phone calls if somebody wants to shoot us uh their phone number i'd rather you just leave a voicemail so i don't know can we figure that out yeah that'd be cool uh, and then we want people to share it. This, right? See where it goes. Who knows? Right. This is neat. Uh, we want you to like it. We want you to download it. Yep. Subscribe. Subscribe. We want you to do all those things. Do it all. Do it all. And maybe we'll have a video component when we can figure out the Mevo camera. <laughs> and all you'll see is 
my ugly face and Nate's beautiful body. And my ugly face. But your his face is attached to it. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm just fifty fifty. Yeah, just fifty fifty. All right. Well, with that said, I didn't play any sound effects today. You know that? Not good. Yeah, <laughs> tell me about it. All right. With that said, that wraps up uh, episode two of Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. Thanks for listening. People have said it for years. Bailey, you have a black cloud hanging over you all the time. Now, there's a podcast to hear those dumbass stories of misery and triumph. Welcome to Bailey's Black Cloud Podcast. <laughs>